Warning, the following podcast contains three boys talking about Transformers. Mm, I like you, pussycat. Yes. A martini shaken. No! shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the podcast where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, collectibles, and all lots of nerdy things. Uh, I am one of your three hosts, Mr. Duty, and with me, as always, is the uh, the Ugg boot wearing for once, mm. um, Ian the Huge Footlong Johnson. Yes, thank you, thank you. All bow before me and my beautiful, luscious Ugg boots. My comfort is supreme. For those of you who don't know what Ugg boots are, they're pretty much boots that you... They're, Who doesn't know what an Ugg boot is? Even Ugg Americans boot. wear Ugg boots. I don't think they call them Ugg boots, though. No, they are. They buy them. So. They're, they're made in Australia. Ugg boots is a thing. Well, there's our Australian trans- That's our translation yeah. for the episode. Ugg boot. Comfy boot. <laughs> it's an ugly boot, but it, is, it means comfort. We'll send you comfort. some. We'll put some Vegemite. A hobbit in. home is a hole in the ground, but it means comfort. <laughs> we'll smother some Vegemite and some Tim Tams inside an Ugg boot and flow Bro- it over to here. Speaking of Vegemite, Bredo was fucking addicted to it. Was he? Yeah. That's good. And, uh, sorry, and with it can't be a podcast without, of course, that really nice jacket fucking wearing Tom. Fluffy. Yes. Tom was losing his shit before because I was doing Megatron from Beast Wars with my little T-Rex hands and pointing at Tom going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does it, it was, all the time. It was quite amusing. I'm not going to He lie. does it all the time with the fucking TV show. Um, yes, this is episode... Pausing for effect, of course. Uh, 34, official 34. Um, because of our last anniversary episode, and we're essentially going to tell you, yes, you, the listeners, all who me, yes, you, who <laughs> <laughs> um, me, how to fix the current state of affairs of the Transformers film franchise, what to fix, what's gone wrong, everything, everything, wrong. everything's gone wrong. Oh, there's a little bit of good. Yeah, maybe. there are things I think we can we take can, from we can it. Talk about. Yeah, we might be able to polish up that, Ted. <laughs> Thanks, Michael Bay. According to MythBusters, it is. Possible to actually polish a turd. All right, mm. let's get a uh, let's get our polish let's get this, out. Let's get those turds out. Let's <laughs> <laughs> shit in everyone, your hands. All right, everyone, take your turds and uh, shit in your hands. Shit in your hands. <laughs> Start spitting, boys. Make, make sure you have lots of fire. What is in my reflection in that turd? <laughs> if it is a liquid turd, good luck polishing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. It's it's going between my fingers. Oh no! It's just smeared everywhere. Oh, <laughs> and with that, let's go on to men talk. I challenge you to a dance-off. Man talk. No trash talk, no backwalk. On the black top, just me, you. Man talk. No cat calls, no tag teams, no mascots. Right now. Man talk. Man talk. Man talk. Man talk. Uh, Mr. Commons, want to go ahead first with your man talk? Yeah, sure. So, I finally caught up with everyone else and saw Baby Driver. Yay. Yes. What did we think? It was great. It was really good. I am so used to now sitting through films and putting on somewhat of a film critic hat mm. and analysing a film, but I knew I wasn't recording this one, so I just sort of sat back and just sort of just went like, just drooling along to just it. Just, like, just enjoyed it, yeah. This, this is great. Also, it wasn't what I was expecting at mm. all from the trailers. Like, I didn't actually like the premise from the trailers sort of thing. It's not as much driving as I was expecting. 
Yeah, no. But uh, then when you get the driving scenes, they're fucking great. Yeah, and then also the characters in it weren't what I was expecting from the trailer. I was having the conversation with someone whether that's actually a good trailer or a bad trailer, where it didn't give anything away, but it sort of also didn't really give me an indication of what I was watching. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, I'd say that's good. Because yeah. trailers nowadays, they ruin everything. I think it shouldn't give anything away, but it should still give you a genuine, like, the general feel of what the movie felt like. And I don't know if Baby Driver trailer really did that for me. Because, yeah, like you said, they felt very different to me. I went in and I was expecting a, a movie that was a lot of driving. Mm. Well, yeah, from, from the trailer, I wasn't actually, like, keen to see it at all. The only reason yeah. I really went to see it, wanted to see it was because you, you guys said how good it was. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was good. It was very good. As soon as I think we left the theatre, I bought the album on my phone. <laughs> like, it's a great album as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, what did? What was your favourite part of it? Of the film? The character? Like, was there a particular character? Certain things? Certain music? scene? Um... I actually don't know. As I said, I, I sort of just, but I just sort of like passively watched it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so used to like sitting there going, okay, I need to remember as much of this as I can. Yeah. That was my favorite scene. This one, I literally just sat back and enjoyed it. Like I didn't yeah. overthink it or anything like that. Yeah. I enjoyed most, uh, most like it's probably a cop out. It's most of, um, well, I don't know. I don't know what my favorite thing was. I did like um, Jamie Foxx's character. Yeah. Oh, yep. He was very different than what I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. Without getting any spoilers or anything in there if people haven't seen it or if they're as, as He's very pivotal to the plot as well. He's the one that really sets everything in motion, I guess. I was expecting more John Bernthal because they, they played it off in the, in the trailers at least that it seemed like he'd be in it a bit more and he's only in the start and then he's never in it again. John Bernthal is the... I'm like, <laughs> yes! He's, he's yes. the actor who plays the Punisher. He's in The Walking Dead. He's in the very start when they rob oh, the right. bank at the, and, and he gets yeah. in the car. And he like he doesn't like Baby because he's not talkative and stuff like that. He's, the fir- he's sort of like... Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Like very much not really needed in that at all. Yeah, yeah no. no right. I thought it would have been a better film if, if we kept him in it. Mm. I, I thought his character was actually quite, quite I good. I did love the, um, I love the tattoo scene on the neck. The, oh, uh, right, yeah. His and hers? <laughs> no, no. Hat. Let's well, say hat. And he's just like, he used to just say hate, but it kills my job opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> no, just <a> hat. <laughs> um, my favourite part of Baby Driver was just how they flipped who you thought the villain of the film was going to be. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's true. That's very true, actually. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, besides that, I watched a couple things on Netflix. I watched Edge of Tomorrow. Oh yeah, which yep. is decent. Get, yeah, wasn't bad. I just, I, I kind of want to watch it, but at the same time, I really dislike movies that are just like the same thing over and over again. It's a bit like a sci-fi Groundhog Day, isn't it? That's the whole premise of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can't do those. I can't even do Groundhog Day. I've seen Groundhog Day and halfway through, I was like, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> we need to find like a ten-hour loop of Groundhog Day and Fuck just like tape that. you to a chair. Groundhog Day. <laughs> Groundhog. Day. No, please don't. <laughs> Uh, and then I also watched um, Locke, which is a Tom Hardy film. Um, I haven't seen that Well, he's the main actor in it, at least. And it, the entire thing is it's like a hour and 45 minutes or two hours or whatever. Um, and it's just him in a car having oh, one right. really bad night. Yeah. Making a whole heap of phone calls, talking to all these people. Like the whole um, film's inside the car. That's the whole the car, film. The yeah. whole film is inside the car. It's him, yeah, traveling from one place to another in the car. Mm. I don't even think it ends with him getting to his destination. Um, but Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds gets buried. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Reynolds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoops. Yeah, Oops. <laughs> Ryan put, Reynolds. Put, put a beep on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it was decent. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've been meaning to watch it, but I've got to, like, dedicate a night to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, would, I would recommend watching it, for sure. But that's probably it for me. Cool. Johnny? Old Johnny boy. Old Johnny boy. The Old man Johnny. <laughs> He's the oldest one here. Old so, man Johnny. Uh, what have I been doing? I went and saw Atomic Blonde. Atomic <laughs> Blonde. Atomic <laughs> Blonde. Atomic Blonde. What was your favourite band, Atomic Kitten? Oh, so much a thumb. Um, hey, Atomic. <laughs> oh, God. Um, it was a good movie. It's directed by the director of uh, John Wick. So uh, yes, the action scenes in it are really well choreographed. Obviously, yes. The main problem with the film is that it um, sets itself up the whole way through that there's going to be a twist at the end about who is like the double agent. Like any spy movie, usually there's a double agent. Was it? Um... And it, the the person who it was at the end of it, Sean Bean. It didn't make sense. With the story, Bean? I don't think they thought it through. No, it wasn't Sean Bean. <laughs> Sean Bean, I don't think he's in the movie. For Britain, James? <laughs> no, for me. Um, <laughs> but no, there is one of the most beautiful shots I've seen um, probably in the last year in a film, and that was it was all one shot of imagine John Wick style action, mm-hmm. all in one shot, so similar to like in the club. Okay, yep. but this yeah. one is a really more brutal fight because it's not like a really skilled killer. They're like two really skilled spy fighters, and they beat the crap out of each other. Um, Charlize Theron often doesn't have a top on. Uh, big points for that one. <laughs> so um, she's nude a lot in the film. There, there's quite a lot of nude nudity, particularly with Charlize Theron in the film. A lot of breasts. When's the next session. Yeah, a lot of breasts. <laughs> Um, and she has some really nice lesbian scenes with... Um, Mr. F. <laughs> Three people will get that. So that's the biggest creep right Yeah. There's some real good some lesbian <laughs> scenes in there. Let me get, let's get Ian to do a What's review of, like, face? Black Swan. Oh, God, no. This is better than Black Swan. I'll give you that. Um, so, yeah, the film itself had some really brilliant action in it, um, but the story kind of fell through a bit for me. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This me it's of, worth a watch. Put it that way. Because we, we saw Black Swan together, didn't we, Duty? I don't know. I think we did. Sure. You just reminded me when you said that because I'm pretty sure it's a film that me and Duty decided to get eight cans of uh, yes Red Bull, <laughs> sculled four of them each before oh, the yeah, start of the. Yeah. Oh, I was there. Yeah. Yeah, we were sitting there going, "I need to pee," yeah. and then when the lesbian no, 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 scene, I comes thought up. I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I was sitting there in the cinema grabbing the chair, being like, "My heart is not okay. This <laughs> was a terrible decision." It says drink two a day. I had four. <laughs> this is how I die. <laughs> <laughs> the lesbian scene comes. I was like, "This is the greatest way to die." <laughs> <laughs> like there isn't enough blood pumping through during that scene. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, yeah, it's worth a watch, but um, the story falls through, so don't expect an amazing ending. Maybe. And there yes. goes the run sheet. Yeah. That could come. But yeah, that just about wraps my man talk up. Doody Dootrum, what manly talk do you have for us this evening? Um, I've actually been getting back into comic book reading, like actually getting back into it. Um, and I went to All Star, I think, with you this week. Um, and I don't know wh- how this came into my system, but it's fucking in there now. I wanted to read Ghost Rider. I don't know why, but I wanted to read 
Ghostwriter, and I read the the first. I don't know why either. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I have no clue, but like uh, I read the the new series of Ghostwriter where instead of him um, driving a motorbike, he rides he drives a car, which is actually really really cool. It's standalone, and I read this spinoff Transformers book, which was there. It's based in the Industrial Revolution, and like bumblebees are. Uh, Steam train and stuff like that. So, it was really cool. Um, and I saw... What? I'm going to protect the planet, but only if there's tracks that take me there. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of weird because I was sitting there going... <laughs> is, is there a train station there? Then I can't help. <laughs> we, oh. No, no, he's running sideways. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was actually a pretty good read. A bit of a... It's similar to sort of like Red Sun Superman. Like, oh, it's a what-if else world, but for Transformers, it was kind of cool. Um, and three days later, I went back to All-Star and bought the next issue of Ghost Rider because it was really fucking good. I also watched Justice League Dark, the animated series. Yeah, well, I watched and, that too. And yeah. started, oh, the animated movie, and started talking to some, some mates in the Podfix chat of how would you do a live version of this and who would act as who? Uh, and we started talking about, you know, Tom Hardy as Constantine or Colin Firth or Colin Farrell, one of the two as Constantine, Emma Watson as uh, Zatanna and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm mm. actually curious how they would do a live-action one of that because personally, as an animated film, it was all right, but I can't see myself easily caring about those characters. I think because the animated movies don't generally go for that long, so you can build character development with a with a feature film. The only thing is it would most likely need to be a high rating, an R rating, mm. I would say, um, and if you included Batman in it, you're not going to make it R-rated. And if characters like Batman or Superman aren't cameoing in it or something, it's not really going to draw a crowd. Yeah, I'm, I'm more, but I'd so be more than happy to have um, Keanu come back as Constantine. I love that movie. That was a great film. I think you were alone on that one. You didn't like it, no. but mind you, you the got Constantine. Play- I got Ghost Rider. The guy who played the devil in Constantine was great. One of the best devil. Um- oh, I I did. I watch- like Keanu in anything. I just like Keanu. I did watch <laughs> on my on my Ghost Rider high. I watched Spirit of Vengeance. It was on Netflix, and I'm like, I know the first Ghost Rider movie is fucking I feel awful. Feel like we shouldn't allow you to talk because anyway. <laughs> um, the character is is really cool and defined. I like the act- it's sort of like the Green Lantern. The movie shit. The comics are awesome, and it's the same thing. So I'm like, maybe the second Ghost Rider is good. It's not. <laughs> I could have told you that, uh, <laughs> but like they got Nick Cage back to play to play Johnny Blaze, the Ghost Rider, but they didn't put a wig on him. Because he wears a wig in the first film. And he's also balding and he's got long hair. So, he's actually... Like, the middle of his head, he's just got long hair coming. Oh, it looks God. fucked. looks like when you... Yeah, nah. I want to know who thought Nick Cage in any movie was a good idea. Uh, Nick Cage is a massive Ghost Rider fan. He has a Ghost Rider tattoo. What are you oh. talking about? He's, he's, he great. he's great in The Wicker Man. Bees! Well, I want your damn hot egg. Um, I want that cake. Anybody <laughs> wants some pound cake? Um, yeah, I've just been getting really dug into Ghost Rider. I'm, I'm a, he's an awesome character. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my man talk. Shall we go into news, gentlemen? Let's do it. Les? Les. Les. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Okay, we're here doing the news and we're going to speak to Johnson, who's Mr. Johnson, who's going to tell you all about the news. Then <laughs> stuff has happened. Uh, I think I'm the only one with the news sheet. Yeah, so I, just go through it? yeah take, so I don't know why you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lean across your lap and read the paper. <laughs> okay. Technology has failed us. 
Um, someone will have to do the powers. I'm going to leave that up to you guys. Uh, so first pit of the movie news. The Dark Tower reviews are in. It's mediocre to shit. That was pretty good. Um, any of you got any interest to see The Dark Tower? I kind of did have a bit of an interest got your to mate. see it. Idris. Um, I like the idea of it. I think a lot of people are upset because it's not long enough because it's a huge series and everything. It's got a lot of yeah. potential and the rev- rushed. The reviews have really turned me off. Yeah, are they like, that bad? I haven't actually I've, I've, I've seen some. Well, I've seen some that are saying this is really bad, too short. Like, the, apparently the book is quite long and it's a very short film. Yeah. Um... Also, I don't know about the actual film, but in the trailers, it made it seem like the little boy was sort of the main character, whereas in the books, he's not, Ah. which is what I've heard from people talking. Not weird. Moving along, uh, Disney is pulling its movie slash shows from Netflix to make its own streaming services. Would you guys sign sign up to that? Uh, I'd consider it. The problem I have is that TV show-wise, I don't don't really know of anything Disney-wise that I'd really want to watch. My thing is, is what's going to happen to, like... Daredevil and Luke Cage and stuff because they're Netflix shows. Yeah, they're produced by Netflix. I think it's less those sort of shows and just uh, more all their child's programming, oh, all yeah. of their actual Disney and classic movies. films and all yeah. that sort of thing. I uh, think those ones because they're made by Netflix, they're Netflix properties. Mm. They've got like they've got a pretty big catalog, so I can see them having like a pretty good extensive streaming service but i don't see myself paying for just the disney ones like i feel like i'd probably end up being cheaper for every time i want to watch a disney film just to download it or like rent it acquire it off off, (laughs) no but you can rent it off apple or you can even i'm pretty sure they're all on youtube as well and you can just youtube it and just you pay like five bucks and you get it for 24 hours or something like that which i've done it'd have to be i mean the good thing is disney has a lot of movies and even movies that you don't really realize at Disney. So, in that way, the they've got a good... <laughs> when the wind changes. Um, but, yeah, they, got, they should have a good catalog. I just think they're going to have to really show that catalog to people. And, I'm, and I wouldn't pay as much as I pay for Netflix. Yeah, no, Disney. either would I. And I don't know... Well, unless they're planning on doing what Netflix do and start doing some other shows themselves as well. And I mean, then I wouldn't be surprised. Well, and they, well, they own all the properties as well, so they're not paying anybody else. So, they sh- it shouldn't be as expensive as other streaming platforms. Yeah, it, it should. should be yeah, cheaper. Uh, so, we've got Josh Bronlin's cable is revealed for Deadpool 2. It looks cool. He looks, looks pretty, pretty cool. cool, yeah. Um, none of you guys have seen Defenders yet, have we? But that's pretty much just dropped, dropped yesterday at 5 p.m., so... We should have some insights for you guys next If you'd episode. like a review, bad luck. <laughs> um, stunt woman in Deadpool 2 uh, died during a motorcycle stunt and the uh, the filming is halted for the time being. So yeah. that's, some, that's some sad news. It happens <clears throat> It happens more often than you'd think in movies that stunt men, stunt women die. Mm. Well, yeah, it's happened. It just, this, it, uh, that's what I find more odd about this than anything else is almost never does it actually make the news. The the thing I will, the, will say is, at least from my knowledge, they've, because they've stopped... Whole, they've stopped filming on Deadpool to you know, mourn and respect and stuff like that. But on the movies where instances have happened with stunt people, they just kept going. Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Transformers yeah. happened, same thing. Yeah, I think I think it depends on who's affected because I feel like Ryan Reynolds may have had something to do with that because he tends to... He's involved well, he in everything. The, he's Deadpool. producing he's, it as well. So. Mm. Um, but, you know, uh, but I'm pretty sure we spoke about it the other day when we were talking about The Walking Dead is because you have such a tight production window to get stuff done mm. you just sometimes you just have to push through it yeah um in confirmed news but we all saw this coming there's an obi-wan movie coming thoughts yay <laughs> um hopefully it's done right 
Hopefully but get I you think, and McGregor. I think, yes. like, comparing it to Han Solo, um, Obi-Wan, is, I don't think it's as scary a property to work with. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So they have a lot more wiggle room and... He can't they, leave Tatooine. That's the thing. He shouldn't leave the well, planet. Well, he can leave and come back. No, I don't think really that makes should. a difference. If it's all in Tatooine, it's not going to feel like Star Wars. But it's the it, problem. The story mm. should be around something to do with Luke. Because he's, he's protecting... He protect, pretty much protects Luke yeah. for 19 years. You can't go, he'll be fine for the two and a half hours I'm gone on this movie. I don't reckon he should leave Tatooine. I think he has to. If it's all in Tatooine for two and a half hours, it's not going to feel like Star Wars. It's going to feel like Desert You Wars. can show other characters on different planets, but Obi-Wan should yeah. stay... I'm actually curious whether they could make that film a bad film. Like, just based off the prequels being bad films in themselves and still everybody loves Obi-Wan Kenobi's... uh, Obi-Wan is one of the the best things of the prequels. Um, Speaking of confirmed news, segue. uh, Daniel Craig officially announces his return as Bond on the Stephen Colbert show. This has been in the news for fucking... He's in it. He's not in it. He's in it. He's not in it. He's like a prairie dog. Well, at least he himself has said it this time. Everyone already knew it at this point, but he officially said it. Hmm. Um... He clarified his remarks, so everyone remembers wrist. that one about him slicing his wrist. He just said, "I was asked two days after sh- like ending filming on Spectre, and I, you know, was stressed and everything about it." Fair enough. Yeah. So he said, "Not that that's an excuse, but he didn't choose his words wisely enough." He said, hmm. "But there've also been a lot of rumors saying that he deliberately came back because he really apparently there was going to be a deal for the next Bond film that it was going to be Nolan directing." And Tom Hardy as Bond. And he has apparently, this is all rumours though, that he is against Tom Hardy being Bond. Cool, I like Daniel Craig now. <laughs> you already yeah. like Daniel Craig. No, I, I don't like him that much. Because you don't like Tom Hardy, do you? I, look, I... I Dutram doesn't like anyone that no. everybody else likes. He likes to be different. Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy... <laughs> Multiplicity. <laughs> Tom Hardy will be good as Venom. I reckon he'll be good we as that. We should just get Michael Keaton to be Bond, yeah. What are you talking about? Tom Hardy's good as... Anything. Yes. I love Tom Hardy. Take your thumb man. out of your ass and fucking what? enjoy something, boy. Mm. I just don't think... He, I, like, the way I envision Bond is... Like, I even had trouble with Daniel Craig is he needs to be, like, sort of black hair. He fits well in a suit. And I found Daniel Craig was a bit brawly. And fucking Tom Hardy, I just see him as Bane. So, it's got to be like, oh, so where are your hidden plans? How do you see him just as Bane? He's yeah. plays so many so different... Many so many role of Mad Max barely spoke a fucking word. Yeah, but if you see Locke, <laughs> if you see oh, Locke he's doing a Welsh accent the entire time. Completely different person. Dunkirk. Dun- Dunkirk, he was Bane. What? No, he wasn't. You could only see his fucking eyes. He was Bane. That's a <laughs> Just problem. because he can act very well with his <laughs> eyes. All right, moving along. Uh, we've got Han Solo set photos from... Uh, I've forgotten the guy's name now. Ron Howard. Ron Howard, yeah. So there was one... Interesting one that came out a couple of days ago and it showed sort of one of the black Imperial helmets, not the stormtroopers, but the, like the operators sort of guys who pull the levers on the Death Star. Death Star uh, Gunner, they're called. Yeah. So one of their helmets and it was placed on what looked like a board from when they're in the prison um, in episode four when they're finding Leia in the prison. And oh, they're the red grade. Everything floors. okay here. Oh, okay. Like yeah, when yeah. they're talking there, yeah, and the it looked like that. That's what the picture looked like. So there's people speculating that it's the Death Star, and it's going to be somehow involved in the film. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know. think. It, I don't think it should be. No. But we'll we'll see. Well, I I I, I love the inclusion of the Death Star for Rogue One because clearly you need to have the Death Star, but don't over Death Star it. Well, yeah, no, but he shouldn't. 
He shouldn't uh, know he what it is. He shouldn't know what it is because... He thinks it's the moon. Too, that's too big to be a space station. Yeah. Well, what we do know and confirmed again on Stephen Colbert is that um, our Planet of the Apes mate... Matt Reeves? No. Oh, Andy Serkis? No. Then the who? guy who's actually fucking in Han Solo... Oh, Woody Harrelson. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, apparently um, Woody Harrelson will be playing a... Um, what do you call it? Bounty hunter? Not a thief, but a criminal. Oh, okay. That's yeah. all we got told. <laughs> oh, Makes sense. Gonna... Smuggler. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so that and the last piece of movie news is Tom Cruise has injured himself on Mission Impossible, which leads to my next question. Then can Henry Cavill shave his mustache to let him do those extra scenes he needs to to let Tom, Tom Cruise recover? It would make sense for him. <laughs> it would make a lot would, of sense. If they're not filming, for him to quickly go and do those reshoots. And then... As soon as he got the call, like, hey, <laughs> hey, filming's off of Mission Impossible 6. <laughs> <laughs> Shaves himself straight I up. It depends how quick he can draw it back, I guess. Moving on to TV news. Mm. Pow. Pow. Um, <laughs> reviews are in for Marvel's Inhumans. It's shit. I fucking called it. Is it? Yep. Really? Yeah, apparently uh, one of the only good things about it is Lockjaw, the giant dog. But, like, shit shit or, like, uh, Agents of Steel Season 1 shit? People are calling it worse than Iron Fist. That's pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you two shit. still haven't wa- watched the entire series. I watch can't. the entire series. I'm there not. have been comments made from Karen <laughs> Bridge named a big, Daddy Red. <laughs> a big guy in, in Marvel who said... Kevin Foggy? I don't think it was him, somebody else. Who said um, to give that show a chance and to not just watch one episode, but to watch all of it because they said it takes time to build. So, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? It is a bit. Um, if you can't make it good in your first episode that's an hour and a half usually, then eh, you got a problem. We also got our first, mm. this was this morning, breaking news, um, the first teaser sort of trailer for Netflix Punisher series. Yes, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? Yes, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, It's essentially a, a bit of a knockoff from that scene in John Wick where he's got the sledgehammer and he's breaking the concrete. Oh, yeah. And it's that, but he's not getting anything out of the concrete. He's just smashing concrete and it's the Punisher talking about sort of pain and suffering and stuff. And then as he drops the sledgehammer and walks away, the, the concrete makes the Punisher logo. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. So it oh, shows cool. us nothing. So it's a teaser. <laughs> yeah, it's a teaser. Yeah, not much. Um, Kilgrave is- he likes to punish people. <laughs> Get out. Uh, Kilgrave is going to be back for season two of Jessica Jones. So whether that's flashbacks, whether It'll he's actually back. It'd have to be back. flashbacks. It'd have to be flashbacks. I love that they've got him back in it. Yeah. It's that's... clearly because everybody said he was the best part of that show. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, and HBO Game of Thrones episode seven leaked. I assume Mr. Tom has watched it. No, I haven't actually. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I, big, I, do, I do not big, stream things big or download ever. Big spoiler for that episode. There's going to be a lot of talking. Um, Have and, you already watched it? And possibly a dragon. I don't want to give too much away. You've ruined the entire episode for me. I know, I'm sorry. How dare you? Spoiler alert, you, Ned Stark I know dies. You, I know Duty's not up to date. Are you up to date, Nope. Ian? I think I'm about two seasons behind. I would... This season's quite exciting yeah that's all i've heard um, it's amazing so i might have to jump back on everybody has gained the ability to teleport what apparently well it seems like they're wrapping they're trying to wrap it up so quickly because they've got one more season after this current season but the characters go from the very north to the very south in the same episode which would be multiple weeks if not months of travel time months yeah months it's it's a 
bit ridiculous in that regard. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And there's one person who does have, um, well, well, there's a child in it, like a a baby. And I was just sitting there watching them just like, from the amount of people walking around, that uh, going around, that baby in this season alone would have aged like two years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's crazy. That's uh, crazy. That's crazy. I did, crazy. I did see a map where it was just Jon Snow like going everywhere on the yeah. map and then the White Walkers yeah. from like, there to there to the wall. This tiny little bit. Uh, moving on to gaming news, Starfire is now available from Injustice 2. Starfire is known as a lead member of the Teen Titans for any of you who know who Teen Starfire Titans, is. Teen Titans, go! No? No idea who Starfire is. Go, Fair enough. Teen Titans. <laughs> no, um, Batman Arkham Origins is now available on the Xbox One backwards compatibility, but it's a disc only backwards compatible. So if you haven't played that game and you see it cheap, pick it up. It's pretty good. Pretty fun. Disc only? It seems weird. Mm, some games are backwards compatible disc only because it's two discs for Arkham Origins. Mm. I don't know. It seems weird to me. Um, a bit of a review here Overwatch. Ian, you've been playing a bit of Overwatch. What do you think? Um, out of all the watches, this was a bit over. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I've just got to get good at it. You know, you got to find a character that yeah. you get comfortable. So I've been trying to like play around as a whole bunch of characters just to try and. So far, you keep going back to Tracer, I think. Yeah, there's a couple I fall- my fallbacks. Your fallbacks. My fallback. What are you guys playing on? Xbox One. Xbox. As is Mister Oximus Prime. Um, speaking of Xbox. Um, Crash Bandicoot may be coming to the Xbox One and PC. Retailer has listed online pre-orders for Crash Bandicoot in uh, December 8th. And uh, and originally... For the Christmas period. Hmm? Essentially for the Christmas period. Yeah. Which makes sense. Uh, originally, a video was shown off of Crash Bandicoot playing with Xbox One prompts on the screen. But... Okay. Interesting. I thought... Because it's made by Naughty Dog, yeah? Nope. Uh, Insomniac. The original Insomniac? games were. But yeah, this one's made by... No, it's not no, it's um, Vicarious Games, and it's Activision. So Activision will want to cash cow that. The, oh, okay. It was just one of those, you know, how they're doing it at the moment, where it's an initial release to to PlayStation only. But I thought yeah, it, it's just odd because I thought the Crash Bandicoot was a Sony property. It was, was, it was until it got because we did have other Crash Bandicoot games on the original Xbox and on Nintendos and stuff like that. So maybe that's why. Uh, okay. Uh. Yeah. I, I believe they struck a deal just so Sony could have it on the PlayStation only for the starting period amount of time. I'm actually quite surprised that Sony wouldn't have protected that IP because that was such a big force behind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, it was like Kratos coming it, to Xbox. It'd it be was, weird. Yeah, exactly. It was, it it was, was the It must have been during that really shit period where it went to everything <clears> else and then, yeah, went craptastic. Yeah, I once it, once Activision... I think once Naughty Dog stopped doing it, it started going to other consoles because had, I had Crash yeah. Twin Sanity on my Xbox. Yeah, that was awful. Um, moving on to other news for our collectible listeners out there, so not many of you. Um, there is a Grand Moff Tarkin hot toy officially revealed. Every Star Wars hot toy collector is going nuts, including myself. Did you have to peel your jeans off? I did. Uh, he's pretty fucking. He comes in the chair he sits in. He comes in a chair. Um, oh, you get to pay extra for a chair. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and Lego fans, so Brado's pretty happy. Uh, Lego is teasing a new Ultimate Collector Series for 2017. It is something Star Wars and it is something very big. We do not know what it is. Something very big. 90% of the, the collectors think it is a remake of the Millennium Falcon, which came out in 2005 for about 200, 300 Australian dollars. Retails for four grand. That's crazy. So, wow. cool. That's crazy. Wow. It's, mm, wow. Uh, it's wow. massive. So uh, we'll be picking one up. Still want the Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer one's pretty cool. I think you pick it up for so about 1200 bucks. Yeah, so expensive. 
Um, I've actually got the inside track on this one because I, I'm really good friends with Lego and I know for a fact that it's actually just going to be a life-size model of Jar Jar Binks. Um, uh, two pieces. You know, you know the, only the, two pieces. The, the that would be like the biggest and best troll ever. <laughs> you know, my, like right? a $10,000 life-size set. <laughs> it's just, just Jar Jar, Jar Binks. Binks. <laughs> The first thing I thought of when he said, I'm close mates with Lego, I'm going, now that's not the, the building toy company that is the pasta sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there changing the engines they use. Uh, for those of you unaware, there is a pasta sauce called Lego. <laughs> All right, so with the news done, Mr. Commons... Stop touching my leg yet. <laughs> Mr. Commons, uh, what are we going to be talking about this week after the news? What are we going to be talking about? What are we going to be talking about? We are going to... What's the theme of this week? This week's weekly theme. This. Don't touch his mic. That's like touching another man's penis. How dare you? What's wrong with that? (laughs) (laughs) He was doing both. (laughs) (laughs) Did he spit on it first? (laughs) Don't talk into the microphone. Uh, All right, yeah, so... (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Going along. Go on. A warning on this podcast. We are talking about Transformers and how to reboot it. Hmm. Let's go into that. Ian, you want to give us Transformers then? Um. <clears throat> you got the touch! Oh. <laughs> the Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I., Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. Thanks, Via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, It cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Hope you enjoyed Touch. that. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that pod fix promo break. Um, with that, we're going to go into. <laughs> Fuck you, that's a joke. <laughs> Welcome like- to Shaken Up Nerd, the daycare where Judy takes care of these cunts. <laughs> <laughs> he said a bad word. Bleep it. Bleep it. <laughs> um, so, we're going to talk about the current state of the Transformers franchise, how to fix it. Mm. I sort of want to do this every now and then when th- there's nothing to talk about, um, <laughs> but with properties that can be rebooted, redone. Yeah, instead of shoving my face in jelly. <laughs> you, en- you you regurgitated that jelly multiple times as if, verbatim, I'm like a feeding mother. <laughs> <laughs> Me feeding mother burn and give it to Ian. <laughs> <laughs> fucking foul <laughs> And you took it away from me before I could eat it <laughs> Alright, so Mr. Johnson Why don't you tell us what are Transformers <sighs> Transformers, they're robots, right? In disguise Yeah whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> Horrible So Transformers, they're kind of like Ninja Turtles But not quite as cool And almost like an Animorph, but not animals Transformers 
Robots Tom, why don't you tell us what Transformers are? <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to talk about so, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> my favourite as, as Transformer is Michelangelo. <laughs> so as Ian has said, yeah, yeah, that's the basic premise of them. And then you've also got your Autobots and your Decepticons, your good yep. guys and your bad guys. Yep. So your Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. <laughs> <laughs> Verbatim. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. So the from the planet Cybertron, uh, where they, I think, in most versions of it, whether we're talking the cartoon or we're talking the films, the Michael Bay films, the, they have destroyed their own planet. Yep. And kind of like kind of like Superman, kind of like Krypton, except it doesn't like blow Krypton. up, doesn't it? No, it implodes. No, just <laughs> <laughs> it blows in. Um, and yeah. Depending yeah. on what, which storyline you're talking about, they're on Earth fighting over something. Yeah. Yeah, something. When did What year did that start? 80... It would have been early 80s. I think it was 83, 84, the original G1 Transformers came out, and the cartoon was made solely to sell toys. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, and has, I think Ninja bro. Turtles was after it, but not far. No, it was around about the same time yeah, frame. Yeah, it was close. They were very close. Then you had uh, He-Man, as Tom and I would... We were discussing before. You had He-Man in that time area. You had. I will get you, He-Man. <laughs> Master no, of the no, Universe. Now you've used it. No, uh, no, it has to be used again. GI <laughs> Joe, the Centurions. If any of you guys watched the Centurions, that was pretty cool. No, I watched no. good ones. Ah, oh, Centurions. The Centurions was GI Joe and Transformers put together. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 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 Just didn't tell me shook my head. head. <laughs> this is a podcast. <laughs> um, cool. All right. So let's talk about then what currently has already been released. What worked and what didn't work. And so when we're saying we're going to fix Transformers, try and reboot, somehow find a way to make it good again, what we're mostly aiming at is Michael Bay's films. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael, as you were saying before, Michael Bay shouldn't make movies. Yes. <laughs> but you were singing about it. I was singing about it. And you're not going to sing again. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> so the first Why does Michael Bay... <laughs> Um, so the first movie I was watching it before the guys arrived was the 1986 Transformers film, which was a uh, mm. very big film. And uh, I've noticed that there's a lot of tissues around, and you happen to have it on. So would you say that you like to touch? You like to touch. Right in the stand bush. <laughs> Just throwing things at him. Um, yeah, so we had the 1986 Transformers film, which uh, was was very iconic for its time. We had the death of Optimus in that film, the death of Megatron in that film, and the appearance of Unicron, the planet Transformer. Mm. Planet also, Transformer. it was also the first ever film to have a robot sex scene in it. Um, I've got audio of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's murder oil everywhere. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You home? That was Ian's keys. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Um, all right, so... Uh, Reddit R. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bumbled uh, my bees. Bumbled my bees. <laughs> oh, that's one Megatron. <laughs> Dude... <laughs> All right. Um, moving on. Star scream for me, baby. Star scream. <laughs> <laughs> moving on from that, we had in 2007 the very first live action Transformer film with Shia LaBeouf. Or oh, Lush, depending on where you're from. Shia LaDouche. Yeah. 
Uh, it also had. I'm not pulling out the DVD. Now here's the thing. I Megan Fox. I can't tell who's in the movie. <laughs> There's nothing in it. There's a lot of actors in it. Um, I believe it was made by oh. Paramount and DreamWorks Pictures. <laughs> um, fuck, I had to buy this fucking flip case. Um, uh, it's got the the guy who married Fergie. There's a guy that married Fergie. Guy who married Fergie. Fergie the uh, Black Peas. I, I, I know who Fergie no, is. Not, not, the, not the royal... No, because there's a royalty Fergie. It's not that Fergie. <laughs> the royal Fergie. <laughs> it just sounds like you go to Toys R Us. Like, you can get the, no- the normal Fergie for 20 bucks. Or the royal Fergie for 50 bucks. <laughs> she comes with a crown. This, season, this season's hot toy. The royal Fergie. The royal Fergie. But she's got a new hat. <laughs> me, me, me. I want it, I want it, I want it. All right, so it was released... Josh Dumas? 2007, and yes, Shia LaBeouf, Megan Fox, Josh Jamal, Tyler Gib- Tyrese Gibson, yep. Rachel Tyler, Anthony... Topkins? No. No, that's number Anderson. five. Mm-hmm. Remember, Andrew, uh, remember Anthony Anderson? They put the donut- Ate the whole plate! <laughs> they put the donuts in front of you to test your guilt. Ate the whole plate. She did it! She did it! <laughs> <laughs> Nobody want mama! No one want mama talking on her rugs! And of course... <laughs> Sugar Rush. John Voight. John Voight, that's right. Angelina Jolie's dad. Thanks for that. Um, so, yes. Anything we like to... Anything... For, if, if we're re- I should probably start off by saying on IMDb, it's got a 7.1. If, so. if, if we're rebooting the franchise, we're, we're doing you a favour. Yeah. Hollywood guys. Um, is there anything we'd keep from this film? Or Look, the first film I didn't think was that bad. It just went downhill straight from there. Okay. Um, yeah. It had some aspects that were horrible, don't get me wrong. It, 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 it brought in, of course, your, your heavy hitters, your Optimus, your Megatron, but it also brought in sm- smaller but well-loved characters from the original series, like Jazz was in it, Ironhide's in it, Ratchet's in it. So it had the original characters as well as Starscream and stuff like that. But I found they made Bumblebee this non... He couldn't talk. He'd used a radio to talk. And he was a Camaro? Mm. It was yeah. a sports car when he's originally... a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't mind the Camaro yellow. Like, that was very iconic when that happened, hence why Bumblebee has become such a big character of the series now. Mm. So, personally, I don't complain too much about that decision because try to find a fucking good new Volkswagen Beetle. I just have an old school 70s one. It'd be yeah, sweet. But it's not the fucking 70s. <clears throat> 2000, what did I say, 7? 2007. Yeah. 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 Um, so I personally didn't have too much of an issue with that. Maybe, yeah, for the diehard fans, he probably should have been talking. <laughs> he talks at the end of the film yeah. when the Allspark fixes him. They're, they're, <laughs> and then, and then he, doesn't speak again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He doesn't speak for the rest of the fucking... Um, so they're fighting over what's called the Allspark, the creation of their life. Um, which isn't a bad story. I, I understand with, with movies you can insert some of your own lore, and it's not too bad of a storyline. The Cube. The Cube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it has fucking... What's his name? Agent Smith. <laughs> Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Weaving. Yes, Hugo Weaving plays Megatron. Mm. Yes. Which I thought that was a good choice. Oh, I, I liked his voice. Mm. To be honest, I, 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 I didn't think the first one was that bad. Like, looking back on it, I haven't... Looking back on it, when it came out, I think it may have been a lot of the hype around it that made it seem better and than the it actually CG was. as well was amazing. Yes. Yeah, that, it was. at the time that was amazing. But I think from a good perspective of where I think that film came from is making the, the decision to have a human as the main character 
grounding it in a human sort of point of view was the probably one of the best ideas in that, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because you weren't going to be able to get real motion if we're following around a robot the entire time. And one of the big issues of it is that whole, they're all metal machines and when they fight they look like big balls of metal just hitting each other yeah there's no there, there's no oh you can tell which one optimus is he's the red one yeah yeah he's got the bits of red on him i will say that was a problem that i had with it is that other than bumblebee and megatron i, I particularly the problem with is with the decepticons where a lot of them are just metal silver yeah 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 the only the with the original series of Transformers, you had Soundwave, you had the uh, Deceptor, not the Decepticons, the Insecticons, which were like, they turned into insects, the Constructicons. But in this, it was like Megatron, Starscream, and a bunch of fucking randoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the Autobots, you had known, loved characters, and then you just, hey, let's make one that's a... Oh, you had a, a helicopter. The first time you see a Transformer was the helicopter attacking the airbase. Mm. So yeah. that was... I don't remember the I... helicopter. You had Barricade. <clears throat> Barricade was the police car, mm. who apparently is in number five, the the most recent one, well, the last night. He good. survived. They need to explain because they never explained what happened to him in the first one. He got, he he got dis- lost on the highway. Is what happened to him? Disappeared. Lost in the highway. They were they were doing like a driving scene, like semi towards the end of the movie, where they're driving on the highway with the with the cube, and they go, "Shit, there's a Decepticon behind us." It's Barricade trying to chase Bumblebee, and they just box him off, and he's never seen again. Yeah, he just disappears. So weird. That's it. Disappears. I don't remember that. I don't remember this at all. Um, one of the other problems I had with this film, the first film, which also carried through to all the other films, is it relied too much on the human and human interaction as the emotion of the story. Mm. Instead of trying to build good emotion relationships and um, empathy with the Transformers, which is the title of the Mm. films... (laughs) It relied too much on Shia LaBeouf. Sam Witwicky. And, uh, yes, Sam Witwicky. And, uh, <laughs> Sam, Sam And, uh, what was her face? Megan, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. That was, yeah. a, I think, a breakout role, and she was like, oh, she's so good. She's got a toe thumb. At that point in time, she, does. she was very good looking, and she went very downhill. But, either way. Well, she got plastic surgery and made her face worse. Yeah, true. What I think this would have been a lot better if it had spent more time on a relationship between Sandwich Wiki and Bumblebee, or Sandwich Wiki and a, another character of the Transformers, and built that relationship so there's emotion there, mm. as opposed to having this relationship with two characters that aren't part of the main battle. Yeah, there didn't need to be a romantic element around I don't think there needed all. to be. Well, then we move on to, of course, the next Transformers film, which is 2009's Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Giant pile <laughs> of pretty shit. It's a polished head. <laughs> yeah. Literally a polished head. I don't know why I opened it. Um, but yes, that is our next one. And the story of that one essentially goes, at the end of the first film, they have just... Do you want? Do you want to take a look? I will do. I should take a look. Uh, at the end of the first film, they've just they've defeated Megatron and killed him. They've buried him in the the deepest part of the oceans, where no. They say at the end of the film, no, nothing from this world or another world can get to him. He's in the deepest part of of the ocean. So, like, assumably, like, cool. If they go down, they'll get crushed by the ocean. And what happens? They resurrect Megatron because they Transformers go into the ocean and. Is it the Transformers or some other organization? Uh, it is, no, 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 it is it's Decepticons. Little, yeah, it's the little tiny Decepticons that they jump off the boat 
Really? Okay. Oh, no, no, not the tiny ones. What am I talking about? The doctor, the little doctor one. Yeah, it's a little oh. doctor one revives him. But yeah, they, they swim to the ocean floor and they find, a, I think, a piece of the allspark in his chest and they use that to, to bring him back. And of course, we get the recurrent, returning cast of Sam Witwicky. Um, so this is two years later. I didn't realise it was that far between. I think we've we've had... It's been 10 years of Transformers Actually, and we've had five. For the amount of CG and all that sort of thing, that's pretty quick. Two mm-hmm. years? Two years. But there's no... Like, Megatron, I'm fairly sure, looks exactly the same. Optimus is the same. Bumblebee is... The same. They're all same models. I don't think there's anything new. I thought I just remembered yeah. them coming out a lot closer together, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, we've had Transformers for 10 years now. It's 2017, started 2007, so we've had five Transformers movies. So one every two to three years. At what point did Steven Spielberg stop producing them? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Uh, uh, Don't know. Uh, well, I've just read his name on here, and I remembered that he did produce the first... Maybe it's the first two. The first two? I've just noticed recently, though, that Steven Spielberg's name appears on so yeah, many things. He does do a lot of producing. Um, and obviously Michael Bay took the main producing element of these films. That I think that might point. be his last one. I don't think he did. Uh, yeah, probably three. not. So but either way, this was 2009, and um, this is the last one with Megan Fox in it as well, isn't it? Is she it? was only in two? Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 And then she went on to do Ninja Turtles. Dean Ed Milton. Well, Another actually, great. There was a long gap between. <laughs> Another great Michael film. Michael I was about to say, probably should be the next reboot one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... I guess the death of Megatron. Sorry. Yep. Spoiler. Yeah, Megatron died in the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (gasps) And then we have a a death on the other side of the battle in In, this film. Yeah, I think within probably one third of the film, they kill off Optimus. Yes. He gets stabbed through the chest by Megatron. And they tried. I'll give that to them. They did try to make it an emotional thing. They did. It didn't work. Me. I found. Oh, okay. We're talking about that that slow mo and all the explosions. Yeah. Slow mo, instant sadness. No. The, the one thing that, um, being a, a little bit of a Transformers fan, that pissed everyone off was they talked about in the first film that when they get the all spark, they want to put it into Optimus's chest, so like it's gone. Optimus will sacrifice himself, so the all spark is gone, and he opens up his chest and shows this. We saw it in the animated movie. This orange ball with like two handles on the side of it, which is known as the Matrix of Leadership. Uh, the leaders of the Autobots has that in their chest. And the second film, it's about Sam finding the Matrix of Leadership, putting it in Optimus's chest to revive him because Optimus dies. And the Matrix of Leadership looks like a fucking knife. It's, yeah. it, it turns into dust and they put it into True. Sam with Wiki's sock and then he puts it in his pocket. <laughs> Remember that? was that's the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stabs Optimus with the Matrix of Leadership after they've already shown it in the first film and brings it back to life. Um, it also is a storyline that is apparently in Egypt, there are sun-eating machines that give energon, and they were going to eat the sun with pyramids. Does anyone yes, remember? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Tom's Vaguely. I, I, I somewhat recall. Yeah. Well, this one had um, a 6 out of 10 compared to the last one that had a 7.1 out of 10. So, a rapid decline. Mm. So, let, let's look. Anything good in here? Um... Nom 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 nom. I can't. I, I like, honestly, I like the military guys again. I've always liked them. Yeah, they did win <laughs> them back, and and they've got a a, a a better screen presence than Shia LaBeouf. Um, they do. I'd say they're better characters than the romantic and otherwise leads that they keep putting in. I will say as well, get, just uh, stepping back to the first film, the the scene in the first film where the military guys are looking 
to find a phone to essentially call the military and go home, and they're hunted by Scorponok in the sand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was that, that's that, Jaws in sand. That was cool. That was very cool, and I remember that was a main selling point when this film was coming out. That was like in all the trailers. That was mm. a huge thing. <laughs> is this the one that had Soundwave in it, or is that the next one? That's the next one. They had a they had a rip off Soundwave in the first film. I can't remember what he was called, but he turned into a CD player. Mm. It was the little tiny. Oh yeah, the little one that's on Air Force One. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go downstairs and get me some ding dongs. Ding dongs. <laughs> Um, so is there anything we want to keep or anything that they, that they did well? Look, it really started to go downhill for here, from here for me, English, speak it. Um, there's not much. There's not much. For those of you who can't tell, we've left the sandboard at home. Yes. Uh, military guys and... A, a sock full of stardust. Powerful CGI. <laughs> All right. Powerful stuff. Pow! Pow! Moving on to that, we have Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon, which, what did they come at, Mr. Johnson? Uh, that came out in the year 2011, so another two years, so two years between each. Just pumping them out. Yeah, they crank them out real quick. Um, and it was at this point that they realised yeah. we can only afford, you know, five letters on our title. It should have been Dark Side of the Moon, but they couldn't afford Side. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. They spent all their budget. All of it. All the years in training academy. <laughs> God! <laughs> um, so this is also the first film that does not have Megan Fox in it. Uh, Megan Fox and yes. I think Michael Bay had a falling out and Megan and Michael Bay just cut him out of the movies and apparently she didn't act for a while as well. Yeah, she, she wasn't got in, shunned. She wasn't in March, that's for sure. Um, and I remember with the trailers for this film when it was coming out, a lot of it was teasing stuff happening on the moon. There was... Sp- astronauts on the moon and then there was a big shadow and a transformer attacking them and Mm. it was like really cool it's like oh wow this one's finally gonna be like dark and gritty and it's gonna like be an an actual film not just a kitty blockbuster and it did not do that yeah so this 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 is the one for me that destroyed my faith in the series ever getting good again so after the second one, I was just like, ah, oh, a bit of a mess- misstep. Let's see how the third one goes. Well, if, uh, this one brings in another, I think he was, shit, I think it was another Prime, Vexel, Vexus Prime or some fucking well, thing. Well... The Transformer they find on the moon. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and you figure out he's actually evil at the end of the film. And we get our uh, first sort of death, besides Jazz, who dies in the first film, of the Autobots, and they kill Ironhide. Ironhide was the pickup truck and also the weapons master. Yes. Was this the one that introduced all those other new Autobots, like the twins and the... The gangster ones? Or is that in the one after? The gangster ones... Blend in like a ninja. I think that was this (laughs) one. one. That's the second one. The blend in like a ninja, yeah. So that introduced... um, Random Autobots that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. You had Sideswipe. Who we was, need more robots here. And, they then, are. and then was it this one or the one before that has the bloody um, random Decepticons that they don't even name them; they just sort of appear. This big army of Decepticons. Uh, I believe it's this one. This one. Um, also, I think in the second film we had a really like he's in the first ten minutes of. The, I keep jumping backwards and we're on the next one. He's in the first ten minutes, I think, of the second film. I think he sideswipe. And he's a Corvette, and his arms are like the doors, but they're blades, and his feet are, are the wheels, so he's on rollerblades. This is produced. Oh, yeah. This is this is produced by Spielberg to go again. I couldn't find that on the back of the thing. Um, it's it's right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you might be surprised <laughs> there, in big letters. Yeah, big letters. Steven Spielberg. Um, you might be surprised to know that. What did I say the last <laughs> film had? Six point one. Six point one. This has a six point three. 
So oh, this actually okay. has a almost exactly the same, but very slightly it's more. It's the sword, isn't it? It's sword. It must be. It must be that sword. That sword money. Um, I would. I'm trying to kind of split them apart so I can remember each one. So this is a particular one where um, essentially the Decepticons start to win the war and they say, look, we want the Autobots to leave. If the Autobots leave, we That's will leave right. Earth alone. So they it's- put them in a spaceship and as soon as they go up in the spaceship, the Decepticons blow up the spaceship. Yeah. Uh, and then the world gets, you know, conquered by the Decepticons and everything. This, like, this, this is, is like, worse than this Space is the Bridge, one that- yeah? Space Bridge. I think so. This to is take the one that Cybertron had- to Earth? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And it had a had not just Megatron, it had some other main... S- uh, Shockwave. Was it? Shockwave and Soundwave are in this. So Soundwave is uh, from the G1. He turned into a tape deck. Who was the one that made... There's a guy that made Megatron his bitch. Uh, fuck. Oh, yeah, that, that's the that's the Prime who, t- who, who turned. was on the moon. Yeah, That's the guy on the moon yeah. who was an Autobot who oh, had yeah. turned. He was the one who made him his bitch. Uh, because yeah. in this, Megatron's all like... Um, Decrepit and got like the he's got like the cape thing on, doesn't he? He's got a cape over half of his face because he got the half of his face blown off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he pretty fucked. He was pretty fucked up. And then he had, I think, it wasn't Soundwave. I think it was Shockwave. Yeah, he had the giant like Like worms that would come out of the ground, like the rift worm. Yeah, that's right. And it went through the skyscrapers, and they were in a skyscraper sliding down as it fell. And they all survive, and none of them got a cut or bruise on them at all. Action! 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 <laughs> um, so, is there anything good to keep? The in this fact film? that I can't remember majority of what happened in this film should tell you how bad. To be fair, the only one I really remember. Oh, is this the is the one, one that had McDreamy in it. What had McDreamy from? Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, and there was that relationship with the his new blonde girlfriend and her boss. Oh, and there was the Decepticon happened to be uh, working with the Decepticon. The Decepticon was also a girl. There was like a yeah, the Decepticon pretend to be a girl, and then like her tongue comes out and it acts like a whip. And yeah. there's more um, fucking Shia LaBeouf screaming and running around. Australian actress, I'm pretty sure that one. Yes, yes, yes it was. Um, Yes, and there was the Decepticon who was also a watch. Oh, uh, yeah. And Sam had to wear... If Sam tried to warn the Autobots, his, the watch on his arm would tell him that something is up and freak him out. Um, it was probably bad. one yeah. last fun fact before we move into the next one. Never trust Rusty Gattenby from ABC TV Minneapolis and his reviews because at the back of this, he's given it... Such a raving review. He said, the best action movie ever, exclamation mark. He no longer has a job, <laughs> I fucking hope. Uh, moving on to that one. Wait, I just love that it's best action movie ever, four stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Uh, and then moving on from that one, uh, this was the last Transformer film I saw, which was Age of Extinction with Mark Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Tucci and Tucci the- Tucci touched the children- <laughs> and uh, the introduction of the Dinobots. The yes. story of that is pretty shit. Essentially, Earth wants to get rid of the. the so, they want the Transformers to leave, and they start attacking Transformers. First ten minutes, mm. another Autobot death of Ratchet. Where did I'm trying to remember where the fuck did the robot dinosaur come from again? It was in a cave. So this is a huge in problem Hong I Kong. have. Hong Kong. It was in yeah. a cave in Hong Kong. This is a huge it's, problem it's I have. Just there. <laughs> yeah, with, that's exactly that's the huge problem I have with this film series. People, Transformers just fucking rock up out of nowhere, disappear. New ones come up, and like they just come out of nowhere just because he feels like changing. And they've always been there. Yeah, there's no explanation, no decent storyline to say, like 
there there was a distress signal and they finally arrived and like no there's no e- e- possible explanation given as to why they're there they're just there hmm. yeah it does it really breaks like a fundamental in storytelling where you're meant to actually set something up before yeah, exactly. using it there's just nah it's on earth there's why because no- it is yeah just because there's, because. there's nothing particularly special about it. It's just there. And in uh, Transformers 3, we had the death of Megatron. And, of course, Stanley Tucci's character tries to make their own Transformers. And they use Megatron's old body to make Galvatron, which pissed a lot of Transformer fans off. So, do you want to explain Galvatron? So, What Galvatron should be. Yeah. So, in the original 1986 uh, Transformers film, Optimus and Megatron fight each other. Optimus dies. Megatron is pretty much dead. And Starscream says, you know what? You're too weak to fight back. I'm taking over the Decepticons and kicks him out of a, a, out of a spaceship in space. And as he's dying there, he runs into Unicron, who is a giant planet transformer, and says, you know, if you work for me, I'll give you unlimited power, pretty much. And pretty much kills Megatron and turns him into Galvatron. And he is incredibly powerful. Incredibly. Incredibly powerful. And he's voiced by Leonard Nimoy in the original movies. Was he? Mm-hmm. Some famous voices in that. Um, so, yes, yeah, Stanley Tucci's character this makes uh, finds an article called Transformium, sort of like unobtainable and fucking yeah. avatar, <laughs> and, uh, and makes Transformers. And rather than actually seeing the vehicle stand upright and transform, it turns into 8-bit cubes and flies around and then turns into a Transformer and then flies around and turns back into the car. Do you remember that, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I remember quite liking Stanley Tucci in it, though. Stanley Tucci's character goes from boring, boring to... Tucci, it's, Tucci, it's Stanley Tucci. Tucci. It's funny now. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg, why? And there was the <laughs> the bounty hunter Lockdown, who was a Lamborghini. Do we remember him? Nope. No, I, th- I, I remember so little about this film. Just so the- should, we, should we watch him again? <laughs> Can we not? No. Back to uh, back to back to back to back? Back to back to back to back to back. Tom, what review does this film have? What review does it have? Yeah. Oh, all right. On oh, no, IMDb, Tom. I'm looking at the wrong film. I was looking for the character of Agent Simmons. I was looking for he, who he who was is, again. Who is Agent Simmons? Age of Extinction currently Agent, has Agent. a 5.7. So, 5.7. dropped again. Ag- yep. Agent Simmons is the best person in this entire series. I'm right below the enemies. Scrotum. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot he was in that. Is he, though? Is he the best thing? <laughs> Uh, One man alone, betrayed by the country he loves. You're not alone. Stop saying that. Uh, yeah, he is the best thing about the movies. The um, just, uh, now, this also... Uh, was, right, hey, hey, hey. He, I don't like your attitude. He represents everything wrong with these films, and that is stupid humour, making these amazing series childish and just... Unobtainable. Unobtainable. <laughs> Unobtainium. Um, so the last film as well is The Last Night, which got a 5.3 out of 10. So as we can see, they've slowly and slowly gotten worse. And now we have a Bumblebee movie coming with John Cena. It's John Cena! <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah, that's an excellent question you ask. So please, he- please tell me why. So we're here to why. not only ask why, but we're here to, fix. We're here to help. We're here to mend what has been broken. With our uh, expert opinions. Expert. Yes. We know so much about Transformers. Who's that guy married to Fergie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, ooh, I hit my springs. Um, cool. So, with that, we're going to reboot the whole series. Let's do it. We're going to fucking 
fantastic for it, but there are better. some things I think we can still take from from the series. Um, the CGI has come a long way. We will take this, ele- the use of CGI elements and ideas, not necessarily. Yes. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> not much else. Um, so I reckon we're rebooting the we're re- we're, blah, 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 blah. we're rebooting the franchise. We're yep. we're doing a Fantastic Four, but better better. Uh, I reckon. Don't know the director's name, but Ian, feel free to get out your phone. A uh, bit of a Tron theme. Oh. Stranger Things Tron and set it in the 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Stranger Things or Tron? Either or. <laughs> you decide. Tron Legacy? Or? Yeah. Tron Legacy, yes. Okay, because that film also didn't have great reviews. Did it not? Has a 6.8. No. Oh, okay. But Tron itself has a very cult following. Yeah, that's and true. I think you know that film deserves a seven. So I think I'm going to give it a point too. I think for <laughs> a for a viewing things on Cybertron because you you'll have to do flashbacks or or at least the start of the film is them leaving Cybertron. Show it like Tron, like fluoro colors and sort of you grays and your fluoros, and then when you get to Earth, Stranger Things. Get out of that uh, the orange and um, brown color palette. What you trying to do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, Tron. Yep, Legacy was directed by Joseph Kosinski. Everyone remembers that guy, right? Yeah, so how about you? What he's else done he Tron Legacy, he's done Oblivion. Um, okay, so maybe not him. He's yeah, done the I'm Destiny gonna, uh, game. I'm going to say not him, duty. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. But that's sort of the, the vibe I want to have is on Cybertron, I reckon, have it as a Tron theme. So like your fluoro colors and stuff like that. And then when you're on Earth, it's Stranger, it's stranger Things. And Stranger Things isn't a bad idea. I see where you're going with that. So you're saying keep it 80s. You're saying keep it 80s. Yep. Yep. Not a bad idea. Keep the original, uh, keep the voice actors you've gotten from the Michael Bay. So keep uh, Peter Cullen, who plays Optimus Prime, played him in the, in the original shows. Keep him. Um, but also put in other, like keep the, keep the original two. Keep Megatron and Optimus. But then with other characters, put in some fucking famous voices yeah. in there. Okay, so we're, if we're doing it with a bunch of kids... Yep. So we're saying, like, Stranger Things. Yep. What I would like to see is those kids, like the relationship from Stranger Things that they had with um, Eleven, having that with, like, Bumblebee kind of thing. Yep. So create that kind of emotion relationship that they have, and then at the end of the film, kill that Transformer. Mm. Okay. I want I want well, an emotional tie. Which probably goes along... I want empathy. ...with sort of what my original thought on it was. It was quite different than your 80s one, but happy to go forward with that because um, I was just looking at the most successful ones and it may be jumping on a bandwagon here, but I was looking at Logan. Okay. I was looking at that sort of relationship and journey, taking stuff from sort of a Western sort of approach and rather than just having it straight action film. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. And yeah. if you have that, if you, so are we saying that we're focusing it on I a group of kids, could, kids and a Transformer, are we saying? I think we could we could try and merge them together in that having it like a... Because Logan is very much a road trip film, so you could very easily work that in with Transformers if they have a relationship with this one Transformer that needs to get maybe back to somewhere where all the other Autobots are. Mm-hmm. So we have it as a as a road trip film where they build this relationship where they're driving to get to find all these others and you have all this action that happens along the way but it's primarily an emotional driven relationship between the characters yeah and also if you're doing that it means you're focusing around one transformer 
yeah. you haven't got all this metal on screen that's distracting and you don't know what's happening. You're changing it to a very different sort of it's film. It's a very but different pace. Mm. You will need to sort of still flip back and forth. You can't have one Transformer then random Transformers attack that one Transformer. If you know what I mean, so like no, with, there'd with, have with, to have be there'd have to be Decepticon still. And yeah, yeah, but like you'd still need to have Optimus because I think uh, Age of Ex- no, not Age of Ex- uh, the last night, the most recent Transformers film had Optimus in it for about fifteen minutes, and people fucking hated it. Yeah, so you still need to have that. So I reckon you can do the Logan aspect, but then flip back and forth, if that makes mm. sense. How would you work him in there? That's that's the hard part. Well, that's actually that's actually one of my questions as well. So we, we've got a time setting of. The 80s. Yep. Kids instead of te- horny teenagers. Like actual probably kids. I mean, I feel like they also tried to do that with the new one, didn't they? I didn't see the new one because I don't want to it, die. It was literally a barely legal teenager. Oh, okay. Like she turned 16 while they were filming. Mm. Good job, Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're saying... How old are the kids in Stranger Things? Like 13? No, they're no. like 10. 12? They're not 10. They're like 12. 12. Yeah, 12. Probably around that. They're at Let's the start. I'd say they're like freshmen, year seven kind of thing. So well, they were just like 30. No. Oh, 12. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So, cool. Now, what actors would we have? Would we want the Stranger Kids? Kids? Put them in Stranger exactly. Things. I don't think we need to go to well, that. You, yeah. yeah if you, but if you're going for a group of kids like that sort of thing, a lot of them are probably going to be unknowns. Yeah. You wouldn't, unless there's a specific kid actors that you guys know of that you would put Macaulay in. Culkin let's just put the girl from Logan in it <laughs> Macaulay Culkin who's the other Corey Feldman actually yeah totally put the girl from Logan in it yeah chuck her in yeah uh, get Laura her speaking Kin- some Mexican <laughs> Laura Spanish, Kinley I, I, think. Oh, I can't remember her name I know it's Spanish nobody hate on me Mexican's not a language because really there has to be so there has to be some sort of driving force that one takes yeah. well gets that transformer away from where he needs to be makes him need well, to go there and also the have the kids need to go in the same direction yeah. as him. So, yes, it has to have... It has to have... Um, Optimus. Saying? Optimus, thank Optimus you. Optimus has to have has to have Optimus, has to have Megatron, and it has to have another Autobot that we can kill off, that build that relationship with. So, I'm going to say Bumblebee. Okay. Because Bumblebee is now a crucial part... Well, he always was, but now, because of the new films... Bumblebee's a household name of Transformers as well as Optimus. Mm. So maybe we just have Optimus and Bumblebee with the kids and none of the others, they're going to meet up all the others, but to get there, they have to go through all these Decepticon wildlands kind of thing. Okay. So do we have to, who other Autobots do we have to have in it? Because Autobots. I'm thinking a lesser team is the best way to have it. Yeah, like we were saying, a focused, emotional-driven story. If we're if we're going G one, so original Transformers, you'd probably want Ironhide. He's the he's the weapons guy, and you'd want Ratchet the medic. But do we need them in it the whole way, or can we have them at the? You'd end? have them at the at, at the end at yeah. the destination. I don't want to necessarily go straight to... cast of yeah, Transformers exactly. that was in the first Transformers. Well then you could though. do you could do such as the new Transformers you could do Red Alert if you guys I think you got to not throw too many characters in this. And I think that's an also a problem with Michael Bay's is he's tried to throw as many in and to the point where he hasn't even explained where they've gone or where these have come from, he's just thrown them in cuz he wants to have them in there. So do you think it should be an origin story or a uh, uh, right. they, a pre-existing that they, they've been there for a wee while or whatever? 
because the original the (laughs) the the original story is they they're running from they're going to earth from cybertron they have a essentially a battle in space the ship crashes and then it's thousands of years then they wake up in the 80s what is it that awakens them in the 80s uh construction and mining okay well i think you should probably try and keep to that as close as possible Mm. so something happens that awakens them and then they get a signal that there are other ones for them to awaken Mm -hmm. so that's why they have to go from one place to the other okay the problem is that the decepticons have also awakened maybe and that's why they're both battling to get there first okay yeah yeah Mm. but then uh, story done millions send them to me (laughs) were there there any particular like you know we know optimus is a truck would you i i would want him as the the original terminator 2 style flat truck yeah i think i think you have to keep him like that and as well as that but like we've seen what michael bay's transformers look like i would say have them as goofy as they'll look or whatever but because you're going with that 80s Stranger Things esque style make them look essentially what they look like in the in the cartoon. So like Optimus's transformation is pretty easy. He's like his headlights, his hands come out of his headlights, and he just sort of. I didn't mind the animation from from Michael Bay's films, to be honest with you. Yeah, I still visualize them somewhat similar to the Michael Bay ones. Personally, (laughs) I think the eighties one or the cartoon style might look a bit silly. Okay. But Michael Bay didn't um, have the transforming noise, did he? He didn't have the... He had it as a sound effect, like, once. Then I think from there, it was just the... Yeah, I reckon maybe have a special noise, but keeping the transforming style of Michael Bay. Because we're just used to that now. Okay. I think that might be too jarring to have weird boxes running after each other. Like, if you were doing it like for like from the 80s cartoon to real life, they're going to be boxes punching each other, you realise <laughs> Oh no no no! Meaning like what their 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 robot form looks like. Yeah yeah, they're gonna yeah. be boxes. Oh okay, it's not gonna work. <laughs> I think you have to do it like Michael Bay, unfortunately. Yeah, that's one thing we'll have to keep over. But there. I I hundred percent think we should keep the old the old transforming noise. Yep. Maybe update it somehow to make it fit better. Now one of, one of my hard questions is is Optimus turns into a truck. Mm-hmm. It's in, and in the original Bumblebee, we keeping him as a sports car. Or do we want to keep him as a Volkswagen Beetle? Well, if we're doing in the eighties, yeah, if we're doing in the eighties, Beetle that boy up. Yeah, um, <laughs> Beetle, Beetle. My question is, um, Megatron. Mm-hmm. What do you turn him into? What was he? Now, in the original cartoon, mm. he was a handgun. So he went from giant robot to handgun. Maybe not. And when he transformed into his handgun, Starscream would actually shoot him. That was maybe, that was his thing. Not. Then he turned into a tank. In the movies, he's been a Cybertronian jet. He's been a truck that shoots rockets. He's been all these different things. So, so he's been a tank. He's been. I kind of like the idea of a tank, I like tank chasing them, even though a like tank, Goldeneye style. Yeah, but also kind of like think you know Butch Cassidy in the Sundance Kid, how you have constant cowboys chasing them, and you never know, but. Obviously, you know, this is Megatron and it's a tank just slowly approaching them as they go. Mm. Just eventually, you know, oh, shit, they're still chasing us. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. So just like an, act- yeah. an actual yeah. tank for tank. Some not, reason, like a tank. Because- not like a Cybertronian tank. No no, 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 no. Like an actual 80s Cold War tank. We're sitting I'm, in the I'm 80s. picturing Goldeneye. Well, I'm picturing fine, a chase scene like they're in the city getting yeah. towards closer to their destination and it's just mm. golden. I'm picturing it because it's a road trip. For some reason, I'm picturing it very much going from somewhere in like the US 
going down through the desert towards Mexico for some reason. Be- just for different locations as they're going. I was picturing yeah, east west, so- but yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I was visualizing through the desert for sure. Yeah. Um, just so, so we're saying Bumblebee and Optimus are together, mm. and they're going to try and meet up with other Transformers in a different to location. To awaken them, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, I reckon that's pretty cool. So, are we wanting to say that the Decepticons were on Earth as well, and they were awakened, or they came down, think- which caused an awakening event? Ooh, that's a good point, actually. That wouldn't be bad if they came down... Like, they had been searching the galaxy for the Autobots and found them. Or there's an awakening with the Autobots and, and it sends a signal to them and then they come down. I was going to suggest that because mm. they have a, a bit of a space fight at the start, mixing a little bit of Beast Wars in where it's uh, Autobot ship, Decepticon ship, they're shooting each other, Hole goes into Autobot ship, Bumblebee and Optimus fall out. This can still be thousands of millions of years ago or whatever. Um, the Autobot ship crashes in fucking Mexico. It crashes in LA, wherever. And then they land in essentially the opposite side of that continent. And Optimus and, and Bumblebee wake up first, but the Decepticons have been around an extra couple of days or whatever the instance may be. Then it's the two of them trying to get to their other brothers because they're severely outnumbered. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So... You would basically start the film off with that action sequence, mm. and then it the film begins with how many thousands of years later, nineteen eighty two or whatever the fuck it is. Mm. Yeah, and we've got to find out a reason why the kids are going with them. Yeah, I think there's not an easy way to work that in because kids have family and stuff. Well, so I'm thinking if those two are separated from the rest of them. I'm thinking kids on a school trip. Okay. Oh, yeah. School trip. To a mining um, facility that wagons them. Sorry. So <laughs> bit of, bit of, bit of the Simpsons. Th- I've been uh, given a, to go to the <laughs> grab a rodeo in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe it's sort of like, well, the Autobots know where, for conversation's sake, let's say it's landed in LA. They're in New York. They're like, cool, it's this far away, but we don't know how to get there. We don't know the roads to get there or the <laughs> so way to get there. kidnap children. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, kids. There's a clown in there. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, that one's a harder one to answer for me. I think what's important to have in this film is to... No Michael Bay. Well, no Michael Bay, but to really build that relationship with the Autobots and the children. There's got to be emotional switching of stories and everything... So that when it gets to the point towards the end of the movie where an Autobot has a death scene, you feel for them and you have that little kid crying. Mm. There has to be an emotional tie there. Yeah. You don't really see kids mourning <laughs> over characters anymore. No, which is... Movies I can think of now. Like, strange because when you see a kid cry, it means a lot more than an adult crying. I still want to see Tobey Maguire crying again. <laughs> Spider- Spider-Man. <laughs> I want to see him dancing again. But I reckon we got a pretty good film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good premise for an idea. One question left: director, not Michael Bay. Has nothing to do with Michael Bay, Steven Spielberg, whatever. Oh, we'll take Steven Spielberg's money, maybe. But <laughs> um, that's tricky. It has to be somebody who can really ground this. Film. I what? I, I don't know the director's names. What about the guys who do the um, Fast and the Furious movies? 
I, I want to avoid... But that's too action-y as well. Yeah. Too action-y. Exactly. I, don't, I don't want an action director. No, neither do I. I'm thinking maybe someone like uh, the guy... What's his name? Andre Sajaski. What did he do? He did... Um, you know the guy. That doesn't. Nothing comes up for Andre S. Yes. Um, what about James Gunn? He can do the eighty oh, style real well. He can. Uh, James Gunn could work. My problem is like James Gunn's films, other than Guardians of the Galaxy, aren't top notch. <laughs> Apparently, Slither's um, a pretty. That's cult kind following. of a cult following, but it's you know, cult following. What about Joss yeah. Whedon then? Maybe, maybe Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon can. Build character development real fucking good. We've seen Buffy and Firefly. Yeah, yeah. You, I feel like you need someone who has masterful command over dialogue because there's got to be some really good dialogue between these two kind of... Scorsese. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sort of thinking who could be... Who did No Country for Old Men? Yeah, that could work. I don't see that guy doing a PG that's movie. The, that's the... The brothers. Um, who said it was? Cohen brothers. Who said it was PG? You want to do an MA movie where kids crying over a literally a gutted transformer? It would have to be M. But I never said that. Would, uh, but, I never oh, said it was something he would agree to do. <laughs> we're just casting. Uh, Throw enough money at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. So who, who I was, think I don't know. It's hard to say a specific name, but as long as they have a good command over um, their cast, their cast, yeah, and not, yeah, the Cohen not brothers. making it. Um, yeah, Colin Brothers, thanks. The, you know, action blockbuster crap that Transformers has become. It's got to be emotional. And there's no stakes in the Transformers movies. They're just fight, kill, save the world. One actor I will say is a, is a just as wrapping this up, as a female uh, tie-in or throw-in, is having um, uh, the actress who plays Eleven from Stranger Things as, as mm. the, the lead yeah, yeah. Child actor. Yeah, maybe she's an orphan and fucking runs well, away or whatever. Well, we know she whatever. can cry. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a she's a lot of people also saying her for like a young Princess Leia. You could just have two yeah. kids, maybe their sisters, and have Eleven and the chick from Logan. <laughs> you love that chick. Tick all the boxes. Um, but yeah, I think that's. Yep, that we did it. The we passed it. The past hours. W- yeah, you know, Arrow says talking of Transformers, we've done a lot better than fucking Michael Bay. Yeah. Michael Bay's like, cool, so I want this explosion scene. No, we need to work on the story, Michael. <laughs> what do you want to happen? So it's giant explosion. <laughs> Those aren't ideas. They're just special effects. God. <laughs> Metal and oil everywhere. Um, so let us know what you think. Hit us up on our social media platforms. Shaking Up Nerd, all one word on Twitter. Yes. Shaking Up Nerd on Facebook. Yes. And shaken underscore not underscore nerd underscore pod on Instagram. But just before That's wrapping up, correct. guys, we have some new reviews. We're up to 15. Whoop, 15. Whoop. 15. 15 oh, people listen. so popular. Um, so we have this one as a five-star review from Rocky Loves Emily, and it is titled A State of Arrested Development. These guys can prove that growing up is for suckers. They have so much fun indulging in their nerddom that you can't help but wish you could move to Australia and hang out with them. New Dork Court is creative and hilarious. Can't wait for the next show. Join oh, in, guys. Come over. Yeah, come you're welcome over. to come here. Yeah. We'll have a drink. Yeah. At least three. <laughs> Leave the bottle. <laughs> and then the last one is uh, Ashley from Rabbit Ears. 
Uh, she has put in, it's all fun and games. With these guys, you can fully geek out. Each has their area of speciality. And when all combined, it's better than Captain Planet. Did you guys have that in Down Under? She actually wrote U-N-D-A-H. Yes. Plus, they all live in the future, so that makes them smarter than us. Listen if you'd like to have fun. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. If that answers your question, then yes, we did have Captain Planet. Um, because the main villain was a bogan. Do you remember that? There yes. was Captain Planet and there was a yellow version of Captain Planet. I don't well, know of what course we had it here. He had a mullet. Yeah, Captain exactly. Planet he himself had a, mullet had a mullet. And a mullet and a bogan accent. He's like, oh, I'm going to fucking throw cans in the river. He watched a very different version of Captain Planet than I. I think he watched like the totally... He stops off at Bunnings, gets a sausage and goes, fuck you, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not... That's, that's one thing. If you ever come to Australia for a holiday, you're here for, for two days... If you drive past a Bunnings on a weekend, you fucking stop yeah. and pick up a sausage. Bunnings you go is home. essentially just a. It's a shop for. What do you a, call them? Like, <laughs> what's it? Yeah, yeah. Ian, why do you want way. to work at Bunnings? What What makes you love Bunnings so much? It's just it's a shop for sausages. <laughs> <laughs> I love sausages. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's a sausage stand with some big warehouse behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's like a giant garage behind it. I don't know. Why. Uh, it is a homewares home. home- no, not uh, homeware. Not homeware. <laughs> it's got homeware stuff in it. It's essentially... Home hardware. Home hardware. Hardware, yeah. yeah. Hardware. Thank you. None of us can think of the word. No. <laughs> and home hardware is another fucking <laughs> shop. Yeah. Exactly. Their job, at least their name makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, with the two claymation dogs. Anyways, that has been uh, How to Fix a Transformers franchise. Essentially putting together Stranger Things and Logan. We fixed it. We fixed it. We did it. All right, Michael. Um, please send all your monies. Millie Bobby Brown. I think that's the girl from Stranger Things. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up now that we so care now. Um, we did it. We did it. Yay! Episode 35. We're a year old and we've become so wise in this year that we've already remade movies. Oh. But there's so many other movies we can reboot Indiana Jones. Because four was Let's so Let's just good. wait and see what the next one does. <laughs> <laughs> we could reboot Die Hard. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that doesn't need to get fixed. We'll find out. Oh, no. Super Mario Brothers. We reboot Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, oh, God, no. I'd, have oh, to, no. I'd have to rewatch They're that. Back. <laughs> They're back. Stop it. Get off each other. You dirty dogs. Get out of here. All right, see you guys. I've been in huge full on jumps of time Slatters. Oh, a treacherous, underhanded sneak attack. Oh, I like you, Pussycat. Yes. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.